Mulder, look, Colton plays by the book and you don't. They feel your methods, your theories are... Spooky. It's still real to me, damn it! Are we recording? Yeah, right now we're recording. I'll let me put my... Plug my microphone back in. Like my microphone? That uh, works. That works fine, though. Yeah, well, last time... Fucking, you already know. Yeah. Well, you want to know the funny thing is, is like there are people on TikTok and YouTube that are going back to the plug-in headphones for for their iPhone because it just it's better to hear yourself and then Mm -hmm. physically have the mic right there. Um, but hey, what's up? Long time no see. I don't want to start off on a bad note, but I am so upset with you, Noel. Dude, the entire past <laughs> two weeks have been nothing but bad news. So let's call a spade a spade. Um, you I also are wanna, what a great friend for making you are a toxic <laughs> person for out of the blue. I was just living my fucking life, which isn't good to begin with, and then out of the fucking blue, you make me watch this shit. And you tricked me. You know why? Because the first two minutes, Heidi motherfucking Montag makes an appearance. I know. Wait, hold on. We can't get into this yet. Okay, Wait, okay, okay. Hold okay, on. Okay. Do but, pretend. It's hard because we're once again recording virtually, but we have to pretend like it's not. So, hey, what's up? My name's Noelle, and I may or may not have COVID 19. Ooh, and hey, I'm Chelsea. I'm the perky-lipped Jesus impersonator who was on American Idol. Is that real? It is real. Huh. Mm-hmm. I'll be real with you. I stopped watching American Idol after William Hung back in, like, 2003. Oh, no. I didn't watch American I- Idol. I googled every person in this film and am now an expert on all of them. Oh, my God. I'm so glad you did that. So before we get into the actual film, um, what Chelsea and I watched recently, um, you can also watch for free on Amazon Prime Video under the name Assassin 33 AD. Um, here, here's what I... So you told me to watch it, but you told me not to read anything about it. Yeah. So the first thing, I saw like the little tagline, because when you Google it, IMDB comes up. Mm-hmm. And that's what I saw first. And it says, while doing research, a group of young geniuses accidentally stumble upon a secret terrorist plot to create a time machine to go back in time and change history. That's uh-huh. all I saw. Good, good. Ye- and then back to Heidi fucking Montag. Speaking of Montag, your lips well, look great. Thank you Um, so much. I did get them injected with a full syringe for my birthday because all we do is live and die and you might as well look good doing it. Um, Besides that tagline on IMDb, you did also get to see the movie poster with the caption, what if the greatest event in human history was erased? And the, um, I'll try to describe the visual poster and then you can as well. Yeah, you go first. Yeah. So to me, what this what this looks like, pretending I don't know what the movie's about, and I'm just looking at this, it looks like some sort of um, sci-fi, like maybe like a sci-fi game that a child would download on an iPad, 
and it's like 99 mm -hmm. cents. That's what this cover looks like to me. I don't actually like, obviously because I'm not a Christian, um, some of the key giveaways about the scene that we're looking at don't really make sense to me. Um, but what I see essentially is some sort of like alien-like planet beaming down on a cross. So I would think it's some sci-fi, shitty sci-fi, maybe video game a child would download. So when I Googled it, you immediately caught me because what I like to do is I always read the Wikipedia before I watch a movie. Yeah. Spoilers be damned. And you were like, God damn, you don't read a spoiler. So I mm -hmm. immediately stopped. I didn't even enlarge the poster. Okay. So I'm going to go off of what I see in the tiny little like thumbnails that pop up. Okay. Um, it was very color out of space looking yeah. to me. Yeah, um, yeah where you have kind of like the the brown and like all the earth tones and then some sort of alien injection of like color. Um, so I, I didn't pick up on any of the fucking Christian things either. I didn't even notice the crosses until now when I enlarged the poster. <laughs> yeah. But even then, now that I know what this movie is, I don't think it would have changed what, I perceived it to be when I first saw the poster because yeah. when you click on it and enlarge it, the tiny little crosses are bigger, but it still looks like some alien astrology bullshit. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I also recognize the font that they used. Um, oh. because when you do a lot of, like, when you do a lot of graphic design like myself, yeah. you memorize the free fucking fonts you can get off mm -hmm. of the internet. And mm -hmm. this is one of them that I used for our Tides of March or Ides of March about it, like two years ago. It's like a Roman yeah. type face that's free. We, we do love that free, those free font downloads. Um, I would also say this could maybe be um, an advertisement for Scientology as well. Because yeah. upon further inspection, you see the crosses. And then because we've seen the movie now, we know that this is a POV shot from the inside of the cave in which Jesus resurrected right. in. And looking out onto what still there's like that beam, like that UFO beam. So I would yeah. honestly be like, is this Scientology? It's absolutely extraterrestrial looking for sure. It's not. It's such a fucking misleading poster because... Uh, ignoring the font and the typeface, which is terrible, um, this looks cool. And I was really fucking excited yeah. to watch it because yeah. I was like, what the fuck is this? I thought it was going to be like a futuristic kind yeah. of like um, uh, Aeon Flux type of thing. Yeah. I had, you got, got me. And then so I'm so fucking obsessed with the Heidi Montag thing. Because the Heidi the Montag first... thing is, hold on, wait, before we talk, because I, boy, do I want to talk about Heidi Montag. Um, so this is a movie written by a man named Jim Carroll, and um, this is his storyline synopsis, just a few more sentences than the one we already saw. Mm -hmm. Extremists use a time machine to go back and commit the ultimate jihad of killing Jesus <laughs> and the disciples before the resurrection. The young yeah. geniuses that created time travel must go back in time, dodge the assassins, interact with biblical characters, and make the corrections before the timeline overrides itself and starts the apocalypse. 
which I would say he, they should have just fucking left it of like, in my opinion, as an advertiser, uh, which I'm not, but in my opinion, it's so much better to be like, people create a time machine to go back and kill Jesus. Mm -hmm. Because even hearing that, I'm still sold because that's a really fucking cool premise. There's like a few comics out there. Um, There's like Kung Fu Jesus Mm -hmm. where it's his entire trial with uh, Satan and Satan is like a giant, like a guana. Oh, just they fucking Kung Fu in the desert. And that premise sounded so cool. And I think the issue with, uh, that comic, which read it if you want to, I'm never going to say don't read something, but the issue with that comic and then the issue with this movie is that they're so on the nose wanting to be edgy and new, but they don't fucking push it far enough. So you're like, you're going to go try to kill Jesus or you're going to have a Kung Fu Jesus. And then they put this flaccid wiener on the table and you're like, I paid good money for this gigolo. Uh Uh-huh. And you just, you you just, you got a boiled carrot. Like, you're soft, sir. Yeah. I Um, mean, the other thing that we should just get out of the way quickly before we talk about our favorite scenes and favorite actors um, is that this movie at its core is, and this is like a completely unbiased opinion. This is just based on fact. This is evangelical propaganda. I... 100% agree. Yeah, it is absolutely evangelical propaganda in the same way, um, like if you live in Utah, you'll see like on your way to Sandy, the billboards for Mormon um, movies and they have their own like production company and they pump them out every fucking month and you kind of have to. If you have certain beliefs, like you kind of have to have your own production company creating your own media because everything else is a little much and into what you believe in Mm -hmm. same thing with evangelical shit the only difference is this is not an evangelical love story this is evangelical propaganda to make you hate um people who practice yeah people who practice (laughs) islam and people who are brown yeah and that sucks because like it when i described this movie um it's so fucking fun. Like when you describe it, I'm like, okay, so it's all these people and you have this lead scientist and he's fucking over it because Heidi goddamn Montag died in a car wreck and he loved her for some reason. Uh, and then, so he's scorned, but then he creates a time machine to go fight for the jihadists. And it's like, dude, I'm so let down because it's so fucking cool to talk about it. And then, yeah, you're exactly right. It's Christian propaganda and racist, pro- it's actually it's, racist it's po- propaganda racist. slathered racist. with butter of Christian mm-hmm. mindset so they can be like, no, it's not. It's just a religious movie. But really, this is just racist propaganda yeah. to make people hate Muslims Yeah, so more, th- more than they already do. The, the TLDR quick summary, because also you cannot find a single summary of this movie online because no, no everyone refuses to do that. Um, <laughs> right. You have... Two protagonists, I would say. You have um, the first, what's his name? Brant? Brant? Brant. 
Brant. Brant, who is the first protagonist we meet, who is... Heidi Montag's husband. Yes, Heidi Montag's husband. Um, we get a little bit of dialogue in the beginning to let us know like what he's about. He's like ex-military. I just really want to talk about this dialogue with Please. Heidi Montag. So the movie starts with him driving in the car with his wife, who's Heidi Montag. I'm fucking obsessed with this. Uh, um, what, her super Valley Girl accent? And then yeah. the... Her lip quivers, and she goes... Bip, 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 bip. What's the... Um, oh, my God. There's, like, a Kevin James movie. There's some movie where the guy... I think it's Seth... Uh, Seth Green, maybe? But he's like... He's like, look at this is me crying. And he's making fun of like the lip quiver. Mm-hmm. Heidi Montag does that lip quiver mm-hmm. and he's like, Why are you crying? And then inexplicably in a British accent, yeah. Like, I think Jesus has big plans <laughs> for you. And he goes <laughs> and he turns to her in his southern accent with like a draw and goes like yeah. Oh, that British accent. And then, and she then goes, they get in a car wreck and they all fucking die. Yeah. Except for the except for Brant, the guy who's driving, which yeah. is real. Spoiler alert. Um, um spoiler but, alert. Yeah. Also, Heidi Montag, we should also say before she does that inexplicable cry British accent, she's talking in straight valley girl. She's like and then just out of nowhere, it's the worst British accent. It's literally yeah. like, Jesus has something planned for you. And you're just like, what the fuck was that? Is that Charette? Oh, my God. And then you, for a second, you're kind of jolted because you're like, what the fuck? And then he turns to her and is like, oh, I love that British accent. And, you're and like, then they slam into a semi-truck and they all and, die. Yeah, and, and just like the folds of your brain becoming smooth from listening to Heidi Montag fake a British accent for five seconds of no reason, you get slammed oh. with a semi-truck car accident in which and his wife and daughters die. It's so shocking because you know the fucking car accident is coming. Mm-hmm. But at this point, I'm still digesting Heidi Montag. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Heidi Montag for the fucking hills going like, like, I think this is such a good opportunity for you. And I think Jesus has <laughs> Literally. I, I hadn't even had a chance to unpucker my butthole. And <laughs> <laughs> I just fucking decimated. They yeah. are, oh, look at that. I just punched my computer. Uh, decimated. Uh, yeah. And then it shows him in slow motion, like, fighting the men who appear out of nowhere to keep him from going in the car. And he's like, mm-hmm. no. Speaking yeah. of, once they die, uh, pretty much little to no mention of his children who are also in the car because it is all about his dead wife. He's like, my wife died. And you're yeah. like, did he have two children? Like, <laughs> I mean, but at the end of him. the day, they were daughters. So he yeah. doesn't really care. He's day, evangelical. He can, yeah. You can produce more children. Yeah. Yeah, he can't, your wife of life. he can't get a new uh, semi-British Heidi Montag wife. No, I'm having such a good day, and Jesus has big plans for you. Oh, my God. So like, ridiculous. I'm so. so excited for our future, and I think this is a really good move for you professionally. And I thank <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I can't even do it. Honestly, the <laughs> talent the talent she has <laughs> to go from that accent to that accent is Perfect. I'm not even being sarcastic. Heidi Montag had the best acting in the whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's so 
Yeah. For you. She's just like, um, literally, she goes from the like, I'm really excited for us to like, be a hero. And you're just like, what? <laughs> be a hero. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> literally oh um so that's our first that's our first protagonist Brand. the next Brand. protagonist we meet oh also we should say the reason why these two are the two protagonists we're following through the story is um obviously Brant's entire family died based off of heidi montag's vision from god ending in her death mm-hmm. we can assume they were very religious he has now denounced Christianity. He is yes. sitting in his living room with a gun in his mouth saying, if you're real, show me a sign right now. Yep. And of course, nothing. And okay. he goes, fuck you then. Fuck all y'all. And then see him. So we now know that he is like, he is not just anti-Christian. Well, he's not just like no longer Christian. He's like anti-God. Yes. Right? He like Probably still believes in this God in God at this point, but he fucking hates him. Mm-hmm. Hates so, him. The next protagonist we have is um, Einstein, who is no, your- no, no, not just Einstein, Ram. Goldstein. Oh yeah, is his name. We yeah, yeah yeah yeah. If we're talking about racist propaganda, how could I forget to say that they gave him the most aggressively like. What? Who's who? They're just in the writing room. Like, do you guys? Who? Do you know any smart dudes? And they're like, yeah, that Jewish dude I went to college with. Smart Jewish man. Mm -hmm. So Ram Ram, Goldstein. Ram Goldstein goes by Einstein is his nickname, Um, and he is your uh, brainy scientific atheist by default because he believes in technology and science mm-hmm. so much. Therefore he cannot believe in Christianity. And not just, I just, I don't know, Ram Goldstein. And he is so ridiculously kid genius in this movie that it's mm-hmm. almost, it, it's literally unbelievable because they'll be like, you accidentally created a particle accelerator and like, or you accidentally, like everything that he does is like on purpose accidental where he's like, I'm so smart. I can just figure it out. It's just like, I tripped and fell into time travel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we should also mention that our first introduction of Einstein flexing on us about how smart he is, he runs into a girl who's also in his smart people class. Not as smart, but much more Christian. That will soon be his and girlfriend. Her name is Mary. Yeah. Mary. Mary. Which is, you know, call that. Can I also, know. oh my God. So he asks, it's, this was kind of cute. But he asks this girl if she's down to go on a date. He doesn't even ask that. She asks him out because she realizes that he's, like, the fucking nerd of her class. Mm -hmm. He, like, runs into her and he's like, sorry, I'm not good with people. And she's like, I find you fuckable. Let's go on a date. Mm -hmm. So not only does she come to pick him up, but Ram Goldstein reveals that they're going to have the date in his parents' unfinished basement and she finds it endearing and not terrifying yeah and And they're there for the whole time they have a meal they dance they have a fashion show the montage of them having the best date ever in his parents unfinished 
murder hovel. Yeah, it's true. Also, he keeps, um, with the subtle flexing, he's like, well, I live in the basement, but I pay for this house. Like, mm-hmm. it they is, live with me. Yeah, he's so smart. He just can't even be bothered. So now we have those two people. Why do we have them? Their paths are about to cross. Mm-hmm. Um, Brant is been hired as the muscle for this um, technology company, we'll say. Mm-hmm. And naturally, this technology company is hiring the best and brightest. So in that, you're going to get Ram, Mary, and their two token characters. Um, Insert token funny black guy and insert token funny Indian dude. And I'm pretty sure the I they don't even have him credited by the way when I'm trying to pull up people. They'll have like uncredited Roman soldier six, but they don't have the actors who played his actual having lines friends. But I'm pretty sure his friend's name, the token black guy, was named Usher in the movie. Good. I feel like they called him that, or that's his real name. Uh, and he talked in Ebonics the whole time. Yeah, He's like, Jesus is wicked and whack. What you, what you saying about particle accelerator? Talk English, motherfucker. And you're like, this guy graduated from MIT as a doctorate. Yeah. Yeah. And you think that he doesn't know, he can't like dissect or interpret any of the meta or like the scientific terminology you're saying. Yeah, literally, um, it's uh, not great. Um, so oh, you and, got, and so sorry. And the Indian guy is essentially the hacker. Also yeah. on the yeah. nose racism. Yeah. 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 He, yeah. So there's your crew. Um, what happens? So uh, they think that they're trying to create um, kind of like a particle mover, like moving matter yeah. from point A to point B physically in front of them. Everything mm-hmm. keeps fucking up. Why is that? Oh, our good old friend Ram realizes that it's because they have to equate for time. It's blowing up because they're not equating the time that it takes to get one thing to another. He equates for time. Normally it'd be like, Oh, they must measure it. Like that makes sense. If I want to move something from point A to point B, I need to equate for the time it would take to transfer it. Mm -hmm. He's like, he looks at it and he goes, that was like 0.087624 seconds. And that's how he fucking does it. Yeah. Just by like hamming it up and guessing. Yeah. yeah. It was super important. Anyway. Oh yeah. It's, it's fucking delicious. I mean, he's smart. He's Ram. How could we, come on, get it together. I'd let him Ram this Goldstein. Oh, I'm going to uh, kill I'm myself. Sorry. I'm going to kill myself. No, kill let myself. me just, I'm gonna let me kill it. myself. I'm no, do I'll do it. Uh, so, so here we are. They're also being watched and bugged because we find out through an uncomfortably long makeout scene that um, they are being watched mm-hmm. by a terrorist organization. So, and this is the part where you're like, Ram, what the fuck are you doing? Because the order of operations is this they can't figure shit out. 
He and girlfriend go into secret closet with no cameras to make out hard. He sees a light go off. He's weirded out by it. He plugs something in, interferes into some sort of communication line, and sees that his boss is talking to a terrorist organization. How do we know they're a terrorist organization? Oh, the stereotypical, like, Green Army background with, like, mesh hanging and, like, kind of looks like Osama yeah. bin Laden. And they immediately go, oh, that's so-and-so from yeah. so-and-so group. It's- Rashad Amir is the name of the terrorist. Good. Like, and also the name of the Muslim guy that they work for is named Ahmed Akbar. Good job, guys. Really, really got this one going. Yeah. Um, so, and they act so fucking cool. If I had found out that I was in the process of working for some terrorist organization, I'd be running out of that building. Yeah. He just unplugs it, finishes dry humping his girlfriend for Christ, and then is like, hey, like, be cool, but we got to, like, tell people about this. Yeah. Knowing this, he still goes and tests his theory. Yeah. He knows he's being watched. He knows the room is bugged. He knows that this organization is doing all of this recon for a terrorist organization and he Mm -hmm. still does his experiment to see if time travel is the solution to why matter won't move. Yeah, And he does it all knowing that he's on camera and then the guys immediately come in and they're like, bro, we saw you. They're like, Oh, you invented time travel. And here's the thing. Ahmed Akbar, you find out that he hates Christians Because when he was a little boy, Christians were like, what was it? Was it? No, his parents were Christian. His parents were Christian and his parents were beheaded in front of him because. For being Christian. For being Christian. Yeah. Yeah. So he converts to Islam, which is heavily implied as a religion that killed his parents uh, because they were in Middle East, the yeah. Middle East at the time. And also the conversation that happens in the makeout session is I can't believe he would be working for them, especially yeah. considering what happened to his parents. And then good old um, Ram being the genius that he is just is like, well, it's Stockholm syndrome. And then we all, we all collectively, the characters and us, the audience go, okay. And then we yep. just move on. I swallowed it like a lukewarm tater tot. <laughs> I was like, all right, that yep. makes sense. Yeah. Also, you, um, congratulations though, on seeing your parents being murdered and then being raised by the people who murdered your parents. And then you grow up into this giant technological conglomerate where you're like probably a billionaire. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know what? You can't have it all. You also have to be a super racist depiction of all people who yeah. are Muslim, and yeah. uh, you have to want to create a time machine to kill Jesus. Of course. Because that way, in theory, your parents never would have died. That's why he's doing it. Rather yeah. than go back in time and save his parents from being murdered, he makes the super leap, mm-hmm. and he's like, no, 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 no. I'll just kill Jesus, and then my parents never would have been Christian. Yeah. Well, you have twofold things happening. You have him both deciding that the only way to save his parents is not to go back and prevent their murder, but to prevent Christianity from even happening. Mm-hmm. And you also have him saying the resurrection specifically, because we acknowledge that Jesus was a prophet. We do not acknowledge yes. that Jesus was the Son of God. So the resurrection specifically is 
the branch off that created Christianity. If we yes. don't have that, then we will always have Islam and everything will be good. So it's that twofold. That's the reason why yeah. he's doing it. Um, yeah, and, he doesn't want to fuck up religion too much. No, 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 he no. He wants no. to fuck up Christianity. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. And he lets Ram know this, and this is why he is forcing Ram to finish the time machine. But, let me just ask you a question, and yeah. I don't. No what? offense to Trevor. What? No offense to Oliver. If somebody held a gun to your parents' head mm-hmm. and was like, "I will murder both of your parents in front of you unless you tell me what I want to know," mm-hmm. I'd be like, "Fuck you! I guess I'll tell you what I want to know. I have yeah. one left. I will mm-hmm. cut my legs off to protect. Like, I'll give you my social security right number right now if it means my dad's safe." They pull. Ram Goldstein into a room because he's like, well, then I'm not going to finish the time machine. Yeah. So they get his parents and they're like, we'll kill both of your fucking parents. And he's like, okay. kill him. They shoot his mom and his dad in the fucking head. And he's like, not building the time machine. They bring in his girlfriend of a month. <laughs> a month, the bitch. Yeah. And they're like, well, then we'll kill her. And he's like, no, I'll do it. Fine, I'll do I, it. Oliver, I know you listen to this podcast. But there's like a hierarchy. Mm-hmm. There's a hierarchy. And we all have to agree that precious Amy, I'm not speaking about your dad, but yeah. I know, I don't know. <laughs> well. But precious Amy. Yeah. And precious fucking Bruce. Mm-hmm. Their tier, their hierarchy is so yeah. much fucking higher than anyone I could. Ever I'll tell you right now, if someone put your father in a room in front of me, I would be like, I'll build it right now. Right, yeah, same. If someone was like, I'll kill Amy mm-hmm. unless you build this rocket so I can kill Jesus. I'm like, Jesus, my hands are tied. Yeah. Like, I gotta. Yeah, I'll do it. I was so got got at that point when yeah. I, he's like, because at first I was like, dude, you're a badass. You're not fucking giving in. Mm-hmm. Shoot my parents, whatever. And then two seconds later, they bring in his girlfriend and they kind of like shake her a little. They don't even rough her up. Yeah. They just shake her. They give her like, a little. Uh, yeah. It's like when I stop my car too abruptly because I'm texting and driving, I get yeah. more of a jostle yeah. than what they did to her. And he's yeah. like, I'll do it. So yeah. then so then he fucking does it. Yeah. And we're also missing one of my favorite points of dialogue, which because I was with you as well. I was like, damn, he's so fucking smart. He knows that if he goes back in time. Like, his parents probably won't even exist. So watching yep. them die in front of him is... That's a point. Yeah, it's, yeah. It doesn't even matter. And then, the, and then you get the whole, like, him talking to the dude oh. being like, you can't just go back in time and do that. You're going to fuck everything up. It's going to change mm-hmm. things, all this shit, blah, 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 blah. And basically, he was also like, what if I go back and kill Hitler? And then he was like, Rams, like, you, you can't because... Who's to say yeah. who comes after him isn't worse and all this other shit, right? And you're behind mm-hmm. Ram that, like, his logic yeah. is sound. Like You're like if, time travel 101, yeah. motherfucker. You can't yeah. change, sh- you can't you change can't, shit. You can't change. If When people go back and change little things, giant things happen. You're going to go back and change giant things. Yeah. I've seen the butterfly different. effect. Yeah. I'm I a know. fucking expert in this. I know it. Uh, yeah, Ashton I've, Kutcher 
warned yeah. us about this a decade ago. He did. And we should have listened. And Ram listened. And he told him that. And then he watched his parents die in front of him. And he was like, bro, fuck you. Uh, yeah. I know. And then we were like, yep, this dude's for real. And then they yeah. bring his fucking big titty smart Christian girlfriend in. And all of a sudden, all bets <laughs> yeah. are off. Yep. He's like, I'll do whatever you want. I'll and do I'm like, whatever. Oh. Yeah. I'm like, your parents could have lived mm-hmm. uh, if you were just going to fucking do it anyway. Yeah. It, you know, like, it's it's a weird chain of events um so now what do we have we have ram is officially building the time machine um and you've got his girlfriend and the token friends realizing that he's gone and trying to find him um Mm -hmm. if we're to fast forward here uh everyone was successful in their endeavors both the group of um assassins if you will led by brant yeah led dead against god yeah who personally wants to kill god for killing heidi montag which yeah. i don't blame him um that's what makes the most sense out of this whole film yes true, <laughs> true. um they go back and um they they fucking roll up on the like romans versus jesus and his gang scene yeah. and just start popping the fuck off yeah they go right to the night before the crucifixion Mm -hmm. to where the romans come to lead jesus away Mm -hmm. and they fucking kill all of them and they don't just kill him jesus kind of lives and he walks up to him and he's like you killed my family and then jesus kind of comprehends it and he all of a sudden jesus speaks english and he's just basically like i forgive you and that doesn't clue Brant in, like, oh shit, this guy all of a sudden speaks English and he's just like, yeah, blows Jesus away. Also, yeah. Jesus is played by Jason Castro, who was on American Idol. And I just find that really <laughs> that's, that's where the reference is. I find Thank it you. so fucking important. And I don't think he was on good, Amer- I don't think he was on when anybody was watching American Idol. I think he was on like American Idol, like season 12. Good. Um, I also want to say one other thing that we missed pointing out is um, anytime you're in like the lab or around like the Smarties, it's just the most elementary fucking pie charts and diagrams on every screen. Um, Also, what we're forgetting to say here is that the quote unquote special effects are so horrifically cheap and awful i i can't even express to you every time a gun goes off it's like it it looks like you did it in ms paint yeah it's the same free gif png Mm -hmm. that any one of us could get on the internet and then they just copied and pasted it like dare i say i dream of genie and bewitched had better special effects because they would just blink in yeah. whatever they yeah. needed. But these yeah. guys were like 1970s Star Trek, which is shitting on Star Trek, to be honest, where it's like, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden they blink in. Um, yeah. It very was, good. It was very good special effects, but also terrible. It was rough. Also, um, from a quote from the scene where Brant um, mows Jesus down like he's a school shooter, <laughs> he goes... if you are really the son of God, you can stop these bullets. And that is when Jesus replies, I forgive you. And insert Columbine montage. (laughs) 
I was um, shocked. I didn't expect <laughs> Jesus to get gunned down. Honestly, I was like, I was like, he's going to convince him. Right. Because if I went back, like if I went back and I was like, I too want to kill Jesus. And then all of a sudden Jesus is like, Chelsea Bloomfield, what the fuck is up? And he's just like shooting the shit with me in English. And he's like, it's cool, man. Just shoot me. You know, I'd be like, yeah. maybe I won't. Maybe yeah. I won't. But he, be like, uh... he takes like a fucking Uzi, like Tommy gun out. And he's like, and Jesus is on the ground. Mm-hmm. Also terrible. And like has his hands up totally defenseless. It's yeah. terrible. No matter how you want to paint it. And he's just yeah. like, I forgive you, Brant. And he's like, I don't even like Jesus. And I was like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. I could agree that that's not a good move for anybody. He just got lit the fuck up. The pillowcase, the pillowcase costumes in this movie are so fucking good. They literally took like red pillowcases for the Romans. Mm-hmm. Cut out the neck, and cut out the arms, and it was yeah. just like straight party city bullshit. And the Dude, with don't even don't even drag party city for yeah, this. Yeah, no, it's true. Party city like, comes out stronger. Also, I want to say that this movie came out at the beginning of this year, and I'm not saying it's the reason why we're currently in an apocalypse, but I'm also saying that's exactly why. Um, they made God that fucking irritated. <laughs> yeah. It's gonna go the slow burn. Yeah, no, it yes. Was, it was, it's rough. It's this not great. This movie is the seventh seal to hell. It sure is. And watching it really hurt me. Um, so now what, right? What we're going to see now is a back and forth blips of different timelines, different interactions with people. Um, what I would argue is some of the most um, blasphemy, the, the biggest pieces of blasphemy done in this christian propaganda movie are by the christians themselves so Mm -hmm. we have the swat team bringing back jesus's body at the same time ram sees it and is like fuck this they all him and all of his friends scooby-doo style jump into the time machine to go back to where those motherfuckers just came to stop them this is where they break the space-time continuum Mm -hmm. because rand escapes and then goes to warn his friends who are being transported back in time. Like he warns them. Sorry, I gotta, I gotta get chapstick loaded up. Moisturize. Yeah. So he warns his friends before a team. So a friends who are the first time continuum friends are already back in time. So then he warns his other friends that like, we got to go. So meanwhile, a friend, a timeline friends are already back in time. And then, uh, he tells B timeline friends it's time. And I can't remember which timeline friends all get gunned down, but there is a timeline where they all just get yeah. fucking murdered. Yeah, there is a timeline in which all of them get mowed the fuck down. Um, mm-hmm. Besides one of the main rams, because that ram goes on to kind of carry the plot. Also, a Simon. Simon is the name of the token black character. Mm-hmm. There is a timeline where Simon sees Jesus praying, and he goes... Yo, Jesus, no speak Greek And then that's the scene. <laughs> Literally, it's Jesus Verbatim. praying right before the Romans come. 
Simon jumps in and they have this back and forth conversation. Um, and honestly, that was one of my favorite pieces of dialogue was the entire conversation between Simon and Jesus, because Simon tells Jesus all that he knows about him is based off of, Mm -hmm. um, passion of the Christ. And he said that he didn't finish it, but that it's pretty horrific for him. And Jesus is like, that movie was all right. Literally knows what he's pretty yeah. like talking about. Yeah, it literally, it's so meta. It's so fun. That part, I I genuinely yeah. that was the best part of the movie for me was their interaction, and then um, Jesus goes, um, "Thank you so much for what you're going to do for me tomorrow." And insert my favorite piece of actual blasphemy, which is the rewriting of one of the most telltale biblical scenes. Fast forward to tomorrow. Um, Jesus is now walking, getting beaten and whipped with the cross on his back, like yeah. carrying it in the the crown of thorns. He gets slammed on the ground, and who other than our good old buddy Simon rolls up and is like, "Jesus, I know how important this is to you." Simon is in in full Western two thousands clothing, yeah. pulls Jesus up under his arm and carries Jesus himself with the cross to the top of the hill and which uh-huh. he's going to be crucified on. Yeah. Um, and then like Mary Magdalene and like Mary are there and he's like, yo, Jesus, you can get out of this. What the fuck, man? And it's like every time where they make him just speak, just really racist abonics is always in the parts where you're like, yeah, Already? you're like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Also, the uh, one of my favorite time continuum, because uh, the, there's a couple that they go back and they try different things. My favorite one is when Team Einstein takes out the SEAL Team 6 with a bunch of sticks, and they send them back with, like, a four-inch log just rammed through their chests. Yeah. This is the timeline when they all die, except for Ram, yep. who runs off naked. Yep. Uh, and then meets up with one of the apostles who's like speaking in ancient Aramaic and Rand's just like, I don't know what to do. And he's like, I know in your heart, you're a good person. And then he gives him a shirt. Yep. That, that is also one of my favorite timelines as well is when everyone dies. Um, but Ram comes back and sees that his girlfriend is dying she has not died like Mm -hmm. everyone else she is dying because he has this protocol that blips people back when they there's no heartbeat so now he's running around semi-naked wearing a sheet that was given to him by an apostle with his dying christian girlfriend um this timeline Mm -hmm. meets up with um simon from the first timeline where he gets stuck and hangs out with jesus um and and this simon is now aware that other simon is dead yeah so he's like He's like, I'm tripping out. And yeah. Then also, fuck <laughs> the other guy. Well, I know that people may be like, what happened to the Indian guy? They just let him fucking die. Fuck they him. just they just said, fuck him. He yep. dies. He dies each time. So not only yeah. did he die in the timeline where they tried to kill SEAL Team with sticks, he dies when he zooms back to the, <laughs> to, yeah. to the um, home right. base. Because there's a scene where him and Simon, the two tokens, are, like, going to flash back and try to fight SEAL Team 6 before they get there. And all they bring with them are sticks. 
they flash in the room of these fucking military guys mm-hmm. and they immediately kill them all. Yeah. And that's except, the timeline. Yeah. Except Simon is still stuck there. Yeah. His watch glitched out. He couldn't zoom back. So yeah. the, the token Indian guy shows up and also they've given him some sort of weird anxiety oh. where he has to have like a stuffed pillow penguin. Oh, right. That's like it's a like, comfort method for him. And he's mm-hmm. like, don't you got to do it for your stuffed penguin? And he's like, all right jumps yep. back and gets mowed the fuck down yeah um, and then that's they just say fuck him for the rest he has mm-hmm. nothing to do with shit that's so it. He, that's it. Yeah, i don't even he i don't even remember his name he's not um, listed in the credits at all nope why would he be he was there for two scenes and and he, they're racist they don't want to give the brown dude credit sure. so we have simon like earth one simon earth two ram mm-hmm. and earth two dying christian girlfriend yes um they have all met up after Jesus has just been crucified. Um, Ram is just screaming incoherently with his dying girlfriend in his arms. Mm-hmm. Um, Mary just so happens to stumble upon him and he's screaming to help her. And she's like, boy, do I got the person for you? He thinks he's getting taken to a healer. It's Jesus on the cross. What happens here? Jesus on the cross. So he's like, heal. if you're really God, heal her and jesus is like i'm dying my dude but the two guys on the cross next to jesus which this was a i don't know if you remember sunday school but the guys on the cross next to jesus were forgiven Mm -hmm. for asking for like they were like a thief or whatever but it's fucking brant on the cross with another seal team six guy who was like the ruthless like uh muslim dude yeah, who's the Red Ninja Turtle? He was the Raphael of the group. He's yeah. like, I'll kick ass and take names later. Yeah, he the was Raphael. The, the Raphael yeah. of the extremist organization. Because yes. Brant was, Brant didn't realize he was working for an extremist organization. He was just Mr. Mm-hmm. America, I hate Jesus. Raphael yeah. was um, military, uh, but on the terms of the He's like, I'm just here to kill Jesus, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They're uh, on the cross, yep. and Raphael's like, fuck you, Jesus. You don't can't do shit. And then he's, like, shit-talking everyone. Wally's on the cross, and Brand's like, shut up, man. Don't you see what's happening here? And, like, you see Brant starting to struggle, and he's like, I'm being punished for being a piece of shit. And then, yeah. you're, and then meanwhile, uh, Ram Goldstein's girlfriend's dying, and he's like, Jesus, heal her. And Jesus is like speaking English to him. Yep. And he still like doesn't understand that that's out of control. Uh, so he like, meanwhile, he finds Simon's there, token guy. And he's like, yo, man, this shit fucked. And then Mary fucking Magdalene has the watch. The time travel watch. The yeah. time travel. Yeah. Maybe yeah, we yeah. should have explained that better. They all have time travel watches. Yeah. So the the reason how the they can how they can zoom onto the platform is through a yeah. watch. Um so keep in mind, he's screaming at Jesus on the cross. Jesus says, like, the only way to save your girlfriend, Amy. <gasps> That's true. The only way to save your Amy. girlfriend, Amy, is to forgive Brant, the dude sitting up next yeah. to me who fucked me like, up. And he's the whole like, time he's like, I don't understand. Yeah. There's nothing to forgive him for. Yeah, it's this, yeah, that, that. And then mm-hmm. girlfriend wakes up and is like, oh my God, bring me to the resurrection site. I'm dying and I want to see Jesus yes. resurrect. So yes. um, Simon, Ram, and dying Christian girlfriend go to the resurrection site. Um, 
they see an explosion happen within it. And she's yes. like, oh my God, that's the resurrection. And Simon and Ram go, nope. That was just a time jump from a motherfucker using a watch. So they go into the tomb. They don't see Jesus's body. What they do see is a floor covered in glow sticks. Yeah. So what does this yep. tell us? So oh. what happens in other alternate timeline is Ahmed Akbar. Now stick with us. This was the main stereotype the rich batman who wants to kill jesus yeah rich muslim batman yeah rich muslim batman decides like god damn it i'll do it my fucking self once he sees all these corpses with sticks remember they killed a bunch of people with logs Mm -hmm. and the logs somehow (laughs) impaled them they did it while they were manifesting yes they they did that so makes sense it makes the science god damn it so he takes the shush kebab people Uh and he's like I'll fucking do it myself. Yeah. So he goes back with his watch into the tomb where they bring Jesus after the resurrection. And he's like, I can't see a thing. Breaks all of the light glow sticks. And then he sees Jesus's body. And he's like, I'll just take him back when it doesn't matter anymore. Mm-hmm. Scoops up Jesus. And then gets the fuck out of there. So that's yeah. what they see. But his the power of his explosion when he time jumps blasts the door off the cave, mm-hmm. which opens up the crypt of Jesus. Also, um, we forgot to mention when they traveled to the future. Oh yeah, yeah. They, they show they show a quick time travel jump to the future yeah. in which Christianity does not exist, yeah. and it is the most. Uh, it's 99, the Matrix. It literally is like the Matrix, but like. The 99 cent knockoff yeah. green screen version. Yeah, um, you know, it's the part in the Matrix when Morpheus and Neo go into the future and Neo's like, what the fuck happened? And the sky's all greenish gray. And he's like, the machines scorched the skies. And it's just like a bunch of buildings that have been destroyed. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what happened here? And they're like, it's a world without Jesus. But wait, there's more. They look left and they look right. And they're like, it's a world without forgiveness. <gasps> yeah. Anyway, so that's then, what the world is. <laughs> so we, yeah. get, we get the world without forgiveness, um, Matrix knockoff green screen. Yeah. And then we get the fucking Thanos snap, which we've been waiting for this whole entire time. Our, time. our first time seeing the Thanos snap is all of the SWAT team around. Simon happened to be there for this time jump. And they all do the whole like, Mr. Stark, I don't feel so good. And then gone, evaporated, diminished. And it's just Simon in the hellscape going, bro, what the fuck? So that Mm -hmm. happens unrelated to everything else. You have to keep in mind 10,000 different time jumps happen in this movie. Catch the fuck up. Yes, figure it the fuck out. Or figure it out. What I will never understand, and correct me if I'm wrong here, did Akbar? Which uh, that sucks. It sucks. I hate, I hate it sucks. saying everything I know. about this movie. It makes you racist. Did Muslim Batman? Did he take Jesus's body from resurrecting? Therefore, the resurrection actually did not happen, or did Jesus vanish as well? Like we never get clarification of that because what happens next is Mary comes in the tomb, and yep. Simon looks to Ram and is like, "Dude." 
remember, don't fuck up history. So with the glow sticks in their hand, they motion to the sky, letting Mary know that Jesus has resurrected. But yes. us as the viewer who's paying attention, maybe the writers didn't figure this out, we don't know if Jesus' body vanished or if um, if he went back with Muslim Batman. We don't Total know. ambiguity. We also, have no idea. What I interpreted from that was, oh, shit, the resurrection didn't happen. What this guy did was triggered the fucking miracle by taking Jesus back, and he's the cause of Christianity in the fucking first place. That's what I think so as well, which, again, is another shade of blasphemy brought to you by evangelical propaganda. Right, and I was like, that can't happen if this is an evangelical movie. So I was like, that can't possibly be the reason why Jesus' body disappeared because if that's the reason Jesus's body disappeared, then this fucking Akbar guy triggered Christianity yeah. and is on his own fucking time loop. But that yeah. can't be the case. I mean, because this whole movie revolves around the Christian Jesus. propaganda. Yeah. Saving Jesus. Yeah. I kind of believe that as well. We could just be a tiny bit smarter than the people who wrote this. So maybe it was something they missed out. Anyway, that yeah. happens. And then Mary walks <laughs> over to our good buddies and is like, P.S. got you this. It's the only remaining time jump watch. Yes, because at this point, all of their watches have been damaged. Yep. So they don't have any way of getting back. Yep. But so. Mary is like, just kidding. JK, there I got you. Go. Um, uh, so they jump back in time, but this time Ram understands what he has to do mm-hmm. in a similar way of Arnold Schwarzenegger in The Terminator. He has a mission. He's going to do it no matter what. The two of them share a jump, which is sketchy, but ends up being fine. They get on the platform, and our mm-hmm. good friend Simon is once again mowed down like he is at yeah. a high school in middle America and um, the intruder alarm has gone off that there is um, yeah, a student on campus with a gun. Keep in mind, it's heavily implied that he's one of the four smartest people in the world. And when he's dying, Rand's like, bro, we're going to go to like a frat party and there's going to be so many bitches with beer. And he's like, bitches with beer. And that's how he dies. Yep. And I'm like, that's what, I'm pretty sure Einstein wouldn't say that on his deathbed. Like, I mean, it's literally no, but like, like verbatim. This this is the part. So they jump on the platform. They start fighting back. Um, unfortunately, Simon is the one who takes the most heat here. Our good friend Ram dodges the bullets like he is Neo, and um, but they've cleared the room for a brief moment. So mm-hmm. Simon is now in a chair. Ram says, I'm jumping back one more time. Blow that bitch up the moment I'm gone. He notices that Simon is dying. He has a moment with him where he says, I bet in heaven there is a frat party for you with a bunch of beautiful women and lots of beer. And Simon goes, beautiful women and beer. And he slowly dies. Ram Mm -hmm. jumps on the platform just in time for our good friend, Muslim Batman, to show up. Um, Simon does by, I would assume that they're implying some sort of miracle shoot the time jump machine. Um, he's like dead, but still pulling the trigger. And then a Muslim Batman walks up to him and, um, mows him down like he's Tony Montana. And now we've got God knows what version of earth, 
Earth 1, 2, 3, and 4. Ram is essentially the only surviving motherfucker who knows what Mm -hmm. the fuck is up. He time jumps back to right before shit hits the fan, unrelated to Jesus, related to them and the time machine. Right before they kill his parents. Yeah, right before they kill his parents. Yeah. He saves his parents from being killed. And then he's like, I'm coming after you, motherfucker. Muslim Batman runs into his office. Muslim Batman pings for Brant, um, mm-hmm. who is Jesus-hating military man, Mr. USA, former Christian. Heidi Montag's husband. Yeah, former Christian and current widow of Heidi Montag. And um, those two have a standoff in the office of Muslim Batman. And um, our good friend Ram is now having a literal come to Jesus moment because he knows that this is his only chance to fix everything. And what I would argue is the best scene of the entire movie follows in here. So we That's have, beautiful. we have, um, we'll just say earth Four, earth Four Ram yeah. in, in his Jesus garb, um, essentially sobbing to, Brant from Earth One, who has no idea what the fuck is going on, right? Being like, you killed my parents and you killed my girlfriend, and I forgive you. And Brant goes, "Bro, I'm gonna be real with you. I have no fucking idea what <laughs> yeah. you're doing. I have no idea what the fuck you're saying." Yeah, the whole but, time Brant is like, "Sir, this is a Wendy's," yeah, and like, just is like looking around like yeah, John just Travolta. Like, what? Just, but it does trigger. It mm-hmm. does trigger Brant being like, I have been waiting for one single person to ask me how I'm doing. And the answer is not well. And he goes yes. on to say, you know what? Maybe you're right. Maybe I did do that because lately I've been a piece of shit. And then Ram is on his hands and knees saying, I forgive you. I get it. I forgive you. Right. But and- what happens is fucking, uh, Muslim Batman comes mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and shoots Brant yep. out of the fucking blue. And yep. Brant is on the ground and they're like, he can't move. And then he's like, and then Muslim Batman is like, I'm going to kill you, Ram Goldstein. I'm going to kill your wait, parents. You're, you're skipping. You're skipping. Uh, you're skipping in order. Okay. Wait. Okay. Hold no, on. No, sorry, sorry. The sorry, order sorry. of who gets shot is important in this one it is scene important. It is and this important. one scene only. So, Ram and Bran are having this back and forth. Ram's parents just happen to show up as well and be like, "Powering in the yeah. corner." Yeah. Like, what do you, yeah? What do you need us to do? Oh, nothing. You brought yourselves to a gunfight. Bad call. And then Muslim Batman shows up, and yes. Ram is like, basically incoherently still apologizing to Bran, and then he goes, "I hear a woman's voice." <laughs> Ram says, I hear a woman's yep. voice. Yep. Mm-hmm. And because we now, don't know what he hears. We don't know what he hears. And then he's like, I'm getting interference. I'm Someone is talking to me. And he just goes, he looks at Brand and he goes, be a hero. And Brand looks back at Ram and goes, British accent. And then Ram goes, yep. And, and, <laughs> be a hero. Be a hero. 
And then Brant starts mowing those motherfuckers down because that is the message from God he has been yeah. waiting for this whole fucking time is Heidi Montag's beautiful British accent to come from the heavens above and guide him to the light again. <laughs> and it did. But in the process, he gets got yep. by he does get that man. And he's like, bro, I can't feel anything. Uh, and he's like, roll me over. I yeah, can't move. I can't and- move. But everyone everyone has been taken down now. Um, he's been shot. Uh, his, like, his good guy cops roll in and are like, oh, shit. He's like, guess what? Call the FBI. I can't feel my back. Also, this guy's a terrorist. And- oh, yeah. That was another thing. The whole time, Brant is like, I'm going to build... It's such a throwaway line at the beginning of the film. Brant's like, I'll work for you, Ahmed, but I want my own team here. So Ahmed says, okay. So then all these other dudes who run in, he's like, oh yeah, this is my team that I casually mentioned at the beginning of the film. Meanwhile, they're supposedly in this office and all this shit is going down. And the second Brant's like, help! Then his team walks in, implying that they had just been waiting outside... Yeah. The whole fucking time. They heard bullets flying and they weren't having any of it. They were perimeter like, cops. They were not the, yeah. the force. Um, so this happens. Also, um, girlfriend has escaped. She is now holding a dying ram in Jesus sheets. He, uh, it, yeah, he, he's evaporating. Earth one ram, earth one Simon and Earth One mm-hmm. token Indian guy that they don't credit roll up and she's like, What the fuck? And as she looks back in her arms, that version of Ram has disintegrated. And yes. um here we are, everybody. All of the stars have aligned. This is what we were waiting for. Jesus had a plan the whole entire time, and this was it. Ram goes, Do me a favor, pull up your Bible app. She pulls up a Bible app which again looks like it was made on MS Paint. And he goes, read me this line. In this line, she reads to him about how a man in a cotton t-shirt saved Jesus. Ram goes, we did it. That was, yeah, they rewrote the Bible. They rewrote the Bible on so many different occasions. And just when you thought the movie was over there, we get to see Brant, um, a paraplegic, sad, still being like, Jesus, I did so much for you. What the fuck? And then we flash mm-hmm. over to our intelligent Scooby-Doo gang, and they're like, guess what, Brant? Christmas has come early. Flash to yep. a two-second sequence of Ram appearing in front of the car right as Heidi Montag goes, be a hero. Be a hero. Be a hero. Last minute, Brant looks up. Sees a guy holding a stop sign, mm-hmm. slams on his brakes, guy disappears. I don't know if you caught this, but when Heidi Montag and Co. run out of the car, Spencer motherfucking Pratt, Heidi Montag's husband in real life from Hills fame, runs out yeah! and goes, Is everyone okay? No, he didn't. I <laughs> he missed didn't. it. I'm gonna have to rewatch. I'm gonna have to rewatch the entire fucking movie now. I'm gonna have to rewatch the whole fucking Spencer- movie. Motherfucking Pratt, Heidi's husband from the hills, is like, is everyone okay? And then that's his thing. And then they pick up the stop sign, and she's like, pull, Heidi Mondag pulls a note off of it. Mm-hmm. Do you remember what the note said to him? It, it's, it's like, it just said, like, be a hero, 
call the FBI. Yeah, that's and it. Then, yeah, and then and she's like, "Who's Ram Goldstein?" And he's like, "Ram Goldstein pulls off his glasses, kid genius." <laughs> and it's like, how the fuck does Brat know this in the alternate reality where his wife doesn't die? Yep, and then that's it. And then that's end it. scene. That's it. And um, we all f- are dumber for it. Yeah, you told um, me to watch that, and I texted you, and it was over. And I was just like, Noah, what the fuck? Yeah. What the fuck? Let me give you some stats, though. Rotten Tomatoes gives this a 73%. IMDb gives it 3.5 out of 10. Um, 44% of Google users liked it, um, but the audience is rating it uh, 2.3. Uh, I'll just read you um, the first audience review that I can see here. Um, very hard to watch. This so-called scientist speaks in a manner that displayed very poor vocabularies, which don't coincide with studious personalities, which are the result of higher education. Along with the huge lack of intelligence, what this script brings to the table is very difficult to sit through, as the actors are grade school caliber. I've seen better high school plays. Past all of that, the world without forgiveness and a Christian army to defeat Germany would be very different as logic alone would take a much longer time for man to develop the mindset that living peacefully and forsaking our selfish nature is the best way to live, but the dialogue in this movie is so poor and the actors are so unbelievable that only dedicated Christians will be able to sit through this awful movie to its conclusion and thus see the point of it. If it was done well, it may have been a powerful message, but I had to force myself to finish it. In fact, (laughs) I was doing other things while only listening to it because when I tried to actually watch it, all I wanted to do was turn it off. Mm -hmm. Zero stars. That's fair. Yeah, and then we here's a wait. Let me give a unbiased five star review. My whole family enjoyed it, even my atheist daughter. Definitely not the classic Christian movie, but it kept us glued to our seats, made us laugh a lot, jump at times, and at the end, made us think, "What if?" Despite some of the negative critics I read, I still believe it's a good way to let Jesus be known. Give it a chance. Five out of five stars. Um. I mean, all it's not even like a subtly racist movie. It's Ahmed Akbar versus Simon, who talks in only Ebonics, uh, which is fine. You know, yeah. I hope that my interpretations of Simon—that's literally how they make him act. Yeah, I—it's so really ridiculous. It's really hard for us to try to encapsulate the synopsis of this movie without accidentally also sounding racist ourselves. But that is just us yeah. directly so, quoting it. It is. These are direct quotes. I have the quotes pulled up on my computer with screenshots. Uh, It's problematic because where it could have been a fun movie if it wouldn't have been so religious because there's parts where like uh, Ram is like trying to like help his girlfriend by like taking off his pants and like tying a tourniquet around her stomach and he's like you're going to die. And she's like, don't worry about me. And then the camera zooms in and she like looks into the camera and she's like, worry about Jesus. And it's like, God, at least put like an 80s yeah. guitar riff in there. Yeah. It's, the movie takes itself seriously, but it's so stupid. It's just I, stupid. 
what this movie reminds me of is what honestly a worse the room because you have someone who has taken themselves so seriously just like tommy was yeah. but it doesn't have like the funny like zingers like because right. it because at the end of the day in this movie Jesus has seen the Terminator and Passion of the Christ. So it plays oh, yes. on the lines of what is meta. And because of that, you don't get the pure guttural laughs that the room gives you. You get right. the, oh, this is unfortunate. Not only is this evangelical propaganda that is all just yeah. racist, they're trying to be cool. Yeah, especially because Jesus is like, looks into the camera. I'll be back. And you're like, that's from the Terminator. What's up, Jesus? And then, yeah. And then it's, uh, I don't know, man. I loved this movie. It was awesome. But, like, they literally could have inserted any fucking character and it would have been the same movie because it was so stupid. It's one of those, it's so bad. Yeah. It's like, yeah. It's like you have to watch this movie. Everyone to has to. About it. Yeah, yeah. Everyone needs to watch this movie because um, what this reviewer named Liam gave it. A confusing, low-budget disaster, nothing but incompetence on display with the occasional, unintentionally funny moment. This movie is a facepalm for me. What a crazy disaster. I can't believe I'll never get this time back. And I yeah. think that's it. I think that's it. I think if you were confused by us talking about it, good. So are we. And yeah. the movie is confusing. If you um, felt like there were... Um, really racist moments that made you uncomfy uh good that's what you should feel because that is what this movie actually is yeah and uh you really delayed me watching Yu-Gi-Oh and finishing season one well I'm Which so I have sorry subse- I've subsequently finished it good I'm glad you made this up. I'm glad you had some redemption because after watching this movie, my own loving partner who apparently cares about me so deeply sat me down and forced me to watch a movie from 2010 or 2011 called Rampage, which is a POV. The gorilla movie? No, even better. What? This is, before that, this is a POV perspective of a mass shooter. It is... Nope, it is bad. It is the worst thing. I couldn't even finish it. He fell asleep in the middle of it, and I was like, well, I'm not going to make myself suffer. This is fucking garbage. It is nothing but a love letter to Dylan and Eric from the Columbine shootings. It is fucking horrific. Do not watch it, but it is also on Prime if you want to. Um, Yeah, so anyway, really glad we got to get together and review a really great film such as Assassin 33 AD. I hope that Heidi Montag receives some sort of um, a, a the accolade she deserves. Yeah, she the really does. She, she she carried the entire one hour and forty minutes of this movie with her fifteen seconds of dialogue right in the front, and for that she is braver than the Marines. Fuck, that's so succinct and accurate. I have nothing to add I other know. than hey, open a hero. Hey, hey, hero. <laughs> um, so yeah, everyone go watch this. Um, that's basically it. Please remember that it's racist and don't blame us. Blame the Christians. Um, hail Satan. Hail Heidi Montag. True. <laughs>